All right, you guys, what's up? How are you? Welcome back to Cast Me Maybe. It's time for another episode, and tonight I'm getting sporty. That's right, you heard me. Sporty. We're going to be diving into Team Foxcatcher. Not the actual story or the true story of what happened in the 90s, but the 2014 film starring Steve Carell, Mark Ruffalo, and Channing Tatum, which depicts what happened. So without further ado, let the games begin. So let me be honest when I say that it takes a lot for a film to impress me. Like, seriously, a lot. And I don't mean that in a film critic way, but in a sense of someone who just really enjoys films. As a matter of fact, I watch so many movies that sometimes I find it hard to pay attention to a film unless the story or the acting is super gripping and captivating. So color me surprised when I came across Foxcatcher, because if there's one thing I love as much as movies, it's true crime. So naturally, I had to watch Foxcatcher because it combines the two things I love the most, true crime and movie making, all put together with a nice little bow on top. And because I'm a big fan of true crime, I already had some insight to what the film was going to be about. But because this film is about a true story, I'm going to give you a quick little rundown. So if you haven't seen Foxcatcher yet or don't know what it's about, prepare for a mini spoiler alert now. Foxcatcher is about millionaire John E. DuPont, who's a philanthropist, who always wanted to be in sports, didn't end up personally participating, so he got involved in other ways in which he could. So he ended up developing Team Foxcatcher, which was an athletic development community of sorts where athletes were recruited from all over the country, sponsored by DuPont, their families lived on the Foxcatcher farm in uh, Pennsylvania, and they competed in world championships and some were even Olympic athletes. And the true story in the film evolve and revolve around DuPont's relationship with two brothers he recruited, Mark and David Schultz, pro wrestlers, and how DuPont kind of became obsessed and obsessive over them and how their relationship is defined throughout their course of the stay on Team Foxcatcher, ending up in a murder in the late 90s. So now that you either know or have a little refresher on what Foxcatcher is about, let's get into what this podcast is about, the casting of the film. When you hear the names Steve Carell, Mark Ruffalo, and Channing Tatum all said in sequence together, you might be thinking, why are you saying them together? They have nothing to do with one another. They're completely different actors. Then when I tell you, well, they're all in Foxcatcher together, you might be thinking, why are Magic Mike, The Hulk, and Michael Scott from The Office all in a film together? This makes no sense. They're completely different actors. What are you going on about? And yet, these three actors make Foxcatcher work. And it's this unique casting that really just makes sense and it makes the movie. Now, one thing to remember is that when directors are making films about a true story about actual people in the real world, you have a reference point for how the actors are meant to look because you have the visuals of the person right there. So naturally, when they cast Carell, Ruffalo, and Tatum in these roles as Johnny e. DuPont and the Schultz brothers, you had to pick people that kind of looked similar. 
And Steve Carell, with the help of prosthetics and makeup and a wig probably, really looks like Johnny DuPont. But Mark Ruffalo and Channing Tatum were spot on as David and Mark Schultz, respectively. So I think that's one big reason why the casting makes sense. But more so than the physical representation, the reason why I think this film had a, had a great cast is probably because of the emotions that the three main characters portray, especially since there's such a visibly strained relationship between Johnny DuPont and the Schultz brothers, and it's seen so effortlessly throughout the entire film. And this tumultuous relationship is honestly seemingly portrayed or basically carried by Steve Carell throughout the entire film through his portrayal of John E. DuPont. I was especially surprised by Steve Carell because for what might have been his first foray into a drama film or like a more serious role, he fits into this genre so effortlessly. And this is so obviously seen by his later roles like... Uh, being part of The Big Short, directed by Adam McKay in 2015, uh, being cast as Donald Rumsfeld in Vice in 2018, also directed by Adam McKay, and then a leading role in Beautiful Boy, uh, starring opposite Timothy Chalamet. But I digress. The way you see Steve Carell's resigned feelings of being a failure for not being able to be a champion athlete himself to his need to show his superiority but also modesty at the same time about his philanthropic, yeah, philanthropic, you know, nature as John E. DuPont, but all while he attempts to coerce and manipulate the Schultz brothers and to do what he wants them to came together so naturally for Steve Carell, and that's why his portrayal honestly seems the most genuine. Not only does he look like John E. DuPont, but I feel like for this film, he became John E. DuPont, and that's when you really know the casting is doing its job, because if you, like me, love true crime, and if you, like me, knew about Foxcatcher or Team Foxcatcher before this movie came out, you did your research, you watched videos and interviews of Johnny DuPont, and you kind of saw the story coming together. And when I watched the Foxcatcher, the film, I saw Johnny DuPont. I didn't see Steve Carell playing Johnny DuPont. And that's when I kind of knew, hmm, okay. All right, this fits. And the entirety of Steve Carell's performance is layered with levels of subtlety, and I think that's what makes it so powerful. Because throughout his entire performance as DuPont, you notice one thing, that he is most definitely the villain, and I think that goes to show you how powerful his acting is, because to be the oldest, frailest man in the film, he emerges as the most dangerous. While Steve Carell undeniably carries the entirety of Foxcatcher, in my opinion, the film is certainly helped by Mark Ruffalo and Channing Tatum's acting abilities. And again, similar to Steve Carell, I know Channing Tatum for his comedic roles like Duke from She's the Man or Jenko from 21 Jump Street. So to see him in a film where he plays a quiet, almost introverted wrestler, Mark Schultz, who just wants notoriety for his hard work and wants to step out of his brother David's shadows, you can easily see Channing Tatum transform from the comedic role that we all know into this almost unimaginable, quiet, demure, brooding, brooding, my God, wrestler who battles issues with his self-confidence and need to be accepted. 
And what really stood out as Channing Tatum's shining moment in this film is when you see him proclaim John DuPont as a father figure, and you really get to see Mark in that moment. Like I said about Steve Carell transforming into John DuPont, you see Channing Tatum transform into Mark Schultz. And it's so captivating to watch because you see an actor that you know for something totally different to become a completely opposite version of themselves like they do a full 180 and it is so wondrous to watch on screen and you kind of view mark schultz as the guy who finally stepped out of his brother's shadow in this moment where he proclaims dupont to be his father figure and you kind of see a somewhat like name for himself that he's making and and that's how you really realize hmm okay this was a good casting choice because you see the person's evolution from subdued demure to kind of confident and becoming their own self. And Channing Tatum solidifies my opinion as a good casting choice for Mark Schultz in slight nuances throughout the film that really help the audience fully understand his frustration and help the audience to empathize with what Mark Schultz is going through. In the film, there's a scene where you see Channing Tatum, obviously as Mark Schultz, break down in his room, break a lamp, and collapse on the floor. And in those few minutes of that scene, you are able to fully envision all of his struggles coming back to him, haunting him as he is, as he seems so defeated. If, be it temporarily, completely defeated, and how he kind of a light bulb moment goes off for him and how he decides to fight for himself. And you, you like are rooting for him again. You want him to get up back onto his feet, push himself forward and be the guy, you know, he can be. And that's when I realized that Channing Tatum was a really great casting choice for this film. Because if I'm being honest, when you put all physicalities aside, I didn't really see Channing Tatum being Mark Schultz again, because I knew him from movies like She's the Man and the Step Up franchise and 21 Jump Street and obviously Magic Mike. So to see him do such a dramatic shift into something like this, where you're embroiled in betrayal and fear and obviously family ties, you're really questioning someone's acting abilities when they've been put into a corner. But I think this was a really good breakout role almost for Channing Tatum to be a dramatic actor because you really saw him push the boundaries of family struggles with his relationship with Mark Ruffalo playing his brother Dave. You see him fighting back and you see him wanting his own success story, not feeding off of somebody else, not being to quote Patrick Swayze from Dirty Dancing, not putting baby in a corner. You see him fighting out of that corner. You see him fighting for something more for himself. And you see that throughout the entire film. You see Channing Tatum's progression as Mark Schultz. You see him as someone who kind of was like, "Mm, yes, sir, to everything his brother said, to saying yes to everything Johnny DuPont said, to kind of making his own decisions and realizing right from wrong for himself. And those subtle switches of character throughout the film really show Tatum's ability to be a serious dramatic actor. And I think that 
kind of cements him as a really good Mark Schultz in this movie. Unlike Channing Tatum and Steve Carell, who mostly stuck to comedic roles, Mark Ruffalo had been in a few dramatic films before, like 2007's Zodiac and 2010's Shutter Island. But it was so interesting to see him in a dramatic role such as the one of David Schultz because he almost kind of took a backseat and David Schultz just wanted to be the best version of himself and he wanted to be a protective older brother and a good man for his family. And he just wanted to be there for his family. He wanted to take care of his brother. And honestly, why wouldn't he? John DuPont was a stranger who wanted to pay for his brother and him essentially to live at their estate, to live at, excuse me, John DuPont's estate and train for him. Now, I don't know about you, but if some random millionaire philanthropist came to me and said, hey, I'm going to give you money so you can live at my house and essentially train and work for me, you should do it. And I would be very concerned because if you're like me and you watch a lot of true crime documentaries, you usually know how this pans out in death. But anyway, so David Schultz just wants to take care of his brother and wants to make sure that he's doing okay. And Mark Ruffalo really portrays this so well. And I think what makes his performance so fantastic is that he's almost in a perpetual state of both suspicion and care the entire film. And I think this is a real testament to his acting because unlike Mark Schultz, who was alive at the time of the film, who could have been used as a reference point for Channing Tatum, David Schultz was murdered by John DuPont. So he had to become David through use of like media footage, news clippings, interviews probably, and source material that was given to him by the director. And to be able to effortlessly portray that role of a protective older brother, but also maintain that kind of parental figure to Channing Tatum's Mark Schultz, I think took a lot of talent from him. And I think this is where his ability to be a nurturing, caring person really shines through. And like both Steve Carell and Channing Tatum throughout this film, all you see are acts of subtlety and slight nuances from each actor that really elevate the character to the next level. And if you notice Mark Ruffalo in all of his films, what's really unique about him as an actor is his facial expressions do a lot of the work. It doesn't need to be his body chemistry, like physically in the way he moves, but in his eyes and the way he emotes things. And you see that perfectly as his portrayal of David. In the beginning of the film, John DuPont wants both Mark and David Schultz because they're both great wrestlers. And you know, if you've seen the film, that the big dilemma is that Mark feels overshadowed by Dave. Dave doesn't go to Team Foxcatcher initially because he has a family and they're settled. So Mark goes alone. And that's when he starts kind of breaking this mold. But John DuPont's obsessive nature calls for David to come to Team Foxcatcher. And that's when this tumultuous relationship that I talked about in the beginning of this podcast kind of comes to light because you see Mark battling his brother and someone he claimed to be like a father to him, DuPont. And Mark Ruffalo really shines in these moments because he sees... Mark Schultz, played by Channing Tatum, go through a 
kind of depressive episode going on, an eating binge, you know, breaking things in his room, fighting with himself, and he pulls his brother out of it. He makes his brother get back into his fitness regime, push himself to the next level so he can get to his weight class because ultimately he knows that his brother is capable of everything. And throughout these scenes in the movie, you see Mark Ruffalo do this so effortlessly with his eyes. You see sadness, anger, frustration, suspicion all throughout his face. And one particular moment where you see this is when Mark and David are working to move uh, Mark back into his weight class before a national championship. And John DuPont shows up and Mark Ruffalo just kind of looks in his eyeline and immediately looks away and then physically turns away. And immediately you're like, oh, he's protecting his brother. Got it. He's still suspicious. I understand. He doesn't fully trust John DuPont. Again, why would he? This is a person he doesn't know. And what's really unfortunate about this entire story is that John DuPont was so obsessed with these two brothers and so obsessed with the fact that he wasn't gaining perfection that he ended up killing David Schultz I think for no reason and when you see the climax of the film you really notice it one day because after Mark competes well enough to make the Olympic team Mark and David have this moment of kind of this tense interaction where Mark and David say that, you know, you and I both know that I can't stay. And Mark leaves Foxcatcher. But David stays because, you know, his family's there and he's providing for him. And you see this moment of betrayal at the end of the film when John DuPont goes and drives to to David's house and shoots him because he feels like he's let him down in some way. And yet all Mark Ruffalo was trying to do, well, all Mark Ruffalo's character was trying to do, was be a good older brother. And I think the subtle acting of care and tension and inquisitiveness that was portrayed by Mark Ruffalo as David Schultz was so powerful that even though he's the character that died, I think his and Steve Carell's performances were so captivating that you still think of them because... This film is almost seven years old, and I haven't seen it in a few years, and I can still talk about it with this much detail. And I think that really is a testament to how well these actors did in their portrayals of these people. And Mark Ruffalo is so unique because I feel like this film kind of boosted him into more serious portrayals. Like, yes, we all know him as the Hulk, and he's really renowned for that, but... He went from Zodiac and Shutter Island, which are like, uh, all right, to uh, David Schultz and Foxcatcher. And then he immediately went and starred in Spotlight, which was a beautiful film. And you really see his care for other people shining through as an actor. And I think that's why he did so well, is his ability to empathize and really want to do the best for everybody. In Shutter Island, he was a psychiatrist who was helping Leonardo DiCaprio with his delusions. In Foxcatcher, he's an older brother who just wants the best for his family. And wanting the best for his family eventually got him killed. And I think the way he portrayed David Schultz, all of the emotions he must have been feeling 
were so unique to him that they really made his performance stand out. And I think that's why his casting was so spot on. This episode has been so interesting for me to do because it's an episode based on a film that's talking about a true story. It's talking about the casting of three actors who play real people. And that is so hard to do because you have a reference point for who these people are meant to be. You have, at the time, at least at the time the film was being made, two out of the three people that the film was based about. Obviously, except for David Schultz because he was murdered by John DuPont. And you have to ask, was this casting actually that good? Like, did they actually do a really good job? And in my opinion, I think, yes, they did. You saw the tumultuous, difficult relationship between these three men so effortlessly portrayed on screen that you really thought you were seeing the actual people. And I think that's what's so great about what Steve Carell, Mark Ruffalo, and Channing Tatum did as John E. DuPont and David and Mark Schultz, respectively. You saw Steve Carell transform into this millionaire philanthropist who was trying to prove to himself and his mom that wrestling wasn't a quote-unquote low sport and that he was actually driven and could have been a great athlete. And then you saw him become this subdued and evil man who was honestly manipulative, coercive, and just a bully towards the Schultz brothers. And then you saw Mark and David Schultz and their family relationship, their brotherly relationship, and all of its difficulties, and then the eventual breakdown of their family to see another family form between Mark Schultz and John DuPont, and how the three of these men kind of had to fight with each other obviously not necessarily physically, but emotionally and intellectually to kind of come to terms with what was happening between them. And I think that takes a lot of strength in the way that these actors portrayed these characters. They had immense talent to do so. And it wasn't all physical. It was subtle nuances of acting. It was slight turns of the eye and like facial emotions that really portrayed it. Even the way that they spoke just convinced you that holy shit wow i'm watching these three men john dupont mark and david schultz i'm not watching steve carell play john dupont i'm not watching mark ruffalo play david schultz i'm not watching channing tatum play mark schultz i'm watching the actual actors and i think that's why this film and this casting was so good but now that you've heard what i've had to say Let's get into our last segment of the night, cast it or pass it. All right, it is time for cast it or pass it, the last segment of this podcast. Now, as you've heard me throughout this entire episode, I've been very favorable towards the casting in Foxcatcher. I think Steve Carell, Mark Ruffalo, and Channing Tatum did a wonderful job as Johnny DuPont David and Mark Schultz, respectively. I think the way that they captured the emotions of these three people were fantastic. And I loved the film overall because it combines the two things I love the most. Well, not the most, but two of the things I really enjoy in life, movies and true crime. So with that being said, and with everything I've said throughout this episode, I'm going to say cast it. Leave the cast of Foxcatcher as is. I think these three men did a wonderful job 
specifically Steve Carell, in really propelling these individuals' emotions throughout the film and really telling a very gripping and compelling story. But that's just my opinion. What do you think? Do you agree with the casting of Foxcatcher? Do you think Steve Carell, Mark Ruffalo, and Channing Tatum did justice to these people? Or do you think, "Mm, no, too bland, I want something else? Send me a message. Let's talk about it. Because I want to have these conversations continue and your opinions are just as important as mine. So with that being said, please follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, this is your host, Nidhi, checking out.